Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the Hold Paris... it now, wait, hold it. That's played out. Hit it! He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. You guys have got an ad with America's favorite old fart reading a book in front of a fireplace. Sure, Sir Isaac Newton unraveled the mysteries of gravity. But could he have unraveled the mysteries of Rubik's Cube? Hot Wheels. They're one of the ways I tell my kid I love them. They're each one of a kind. They're cabbage patch kids. Only Atari makes the world's most popular home video game. I can't put my arms out! Only at Radio Shack. Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. Live from Members Only Studios, welcome to Living in the 80s. <laughs> what was that? I have no idea, but we are the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with the 1980s. The, the best, best that, that we, we remember. remember. Yes, so because of the rousing success of last week's Trivial Pursuit <laughs> game, yeah. which I, I did I, anybody listen? I did not really get the chance. I had the chance, but I was feeling a little more humble last week. This week I gloat. Oh, that's twice. Here we go. That I have been the Trivial Pursuit champion. Well, over you well, bunch of chumps. To be honest, you followed Matt, so there were a lot of easy misses from him <laughs> that well, contributed to your pie count. That's a good. That's a good call. I guess, I I well, the fact that I had five pieces of pie for like twelve turns, where you guys are getting like one and two, and you're getting like some table scraps and easy questions, while I was getting stupid stuff. So. Getting old people questions. <laughs> I did get some old people questions. That's probably why you won. Right? Exactly. You're, You're also young. So but you can't hate Matlock, though. He helped get me the victory. No. Yeah, and his banjo is. picking. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, it is that time of year. Wow. Christmas time. Can you believe this year has flown by the way it has? Oh, my mm. goodness. Hard it to has. believe. I, I wouldn't do a best of the last year. But I figure we pretty much tackled it on episode 101, so we're not going to do yes, that. We did. But we are we are going to talk about Christmas this year, Ooh. this week. I like some so yeah, maybe some Christmas memories, favorite Christmas songs, things like that. But before we do that, time for a little bit of a uh... 80s rewind. Mike, we'll start with oh, you. We're going to start with me. So, right. in, case, in case you're tuning in for the first time, this is the part of the podcast where we. Uh, something happened to us within the last week or so where we had to, there was an 80s memory that came to us. So, Mike, you've got a backpack there. i got a little backpack here. Okay. Why don't you, I think, I have a feeling this is a prop for what you're going to set Matt us up for. That looks very intriguing. We just look at him. It's like, he looks just like my dogs. When I go over and I pick up their bowl, he's just salivating. Give me that look. Mm. All right, so my 80s rewind moment. Several months ago, I was thinking about you guys. You were. I was. I was thinking nice. about you. Very nice of you. You know, and I love to give gifts. I'm not a great receiver, but I'm a good gift giver. Here so, for you guys, I brought you some 80s Christmas gifts. Oh, no way. Yes. Oh, now, get this. I purchased these before a group text started going around. Oh, when somebody on. was 
Cowboy. Instead of hiking in the mountains, he was shopping in the tchotchke shops. All right, all right. So that, that'd be me. That'd so be a me. gift for each of you, Rob. Oh no! <laughs> no! I have Roddy Rowdy Piper socks. No, nice. that is epic. Shut <laughs> the front oh my. door. That is incredible, Snowball. I don't even know what to say right now, other than. Thank you, friend. I'm You're welcome. Tearing up. Kevin, for you, we have a... Oh, one yes! You E.T. socks. Yes! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, it's a little... It's E.T. in his little sweatshirt. That's, oh, these are amazing. Does that... Before we go any further, are you okay? Does that... Well, I can use it to wipe my tears <laughs> away. <laughs> They're as long as the striped tube socks you used to wear. So when you're wearing your oh. short shorts, I expect to see you. Oh. I could you use these softball games. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'll give you a dollar if you wear those in live softball Oh, play. that's so great. That oh is so goodness. great. I You'll have to give me your life. These, these are, thank you very much. This that's is this very, is that's beautiful. Very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. Thank you so much. And the last gift, you're gonna go. Is it really the '80s? It was the '80s. Mm. Yes. Elvis Presley, Elvis freaking E A P T C B. Take your business. Look at. Oh, let's see if we got the back too. Look at that. His butt. Yeah, his butt is the heel. It's so amazing, man. Oh, dude, that is. I'm, I mean, I'm Elvis was up. as much of the early '80s as he was. Dude, he was. Yeah. Well, they were making movies about him then. He, I think, he had one song that charted. Yes, in the, in the '80s. 80s. Yeah, um, so, so you yeah. could buy a plate. <laughs> yes, the Elvis yes, commemorative coins. Yes, yeah. dude, this this is you out. You, you went out. above and beyond, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I, tried. I like the text and stuff, but you just step up to. So did you? Script. Did you see the? Because we had this text thread, and Matt was on vacation. He's like, "Well, I'm not gonna buy you guys this stuff, but here's what I would buy you if I did." Yeah. <laughs> so you had, them, you had them back then. Yes, you I get had nervous like, "I don't know why that crap." I'm like, "I was almost gonna send you a text like, don't buy that for him." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper socks. That's amazing. You know, I have a work event coming up, and I have to wear an ugly Christmas sweater. I might wear those adorable Christmas socks with it. That, that is perfect. Absolutely, absolutely perfect. Epic with your kilt. I will. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's perfect. Well, Merry thank you very Christmas. much. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, you know what? That's a gift that keeps on giving. It does. Right, right there. Right that is there amazing. Is. Well, we should probably mention what Rob gave us before we started the podcast. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So he had a, something for each of us as well. Yeah. So Funko Pop. Uh, you've seen the little figurines, and I kind of specified one for each, you know, our interests mm-hmm. and, and yeah. maybe some of the things we've made fun of each other for. Sure. I think you nailed it. Or yeah, yeah, yes, you did. So Rob and I share a love for professional wrestling. So I got a Ric Flair. It's perfect. It's perfect. The Nature Boy. And I got an Elliot and ET. There's to go along my socks. There's a theme. Yep. There's a theme with them, and I I've got Johnny Lawrence, man. I'm a Cobra Kai baby for life. For yeah. life, no Perfect. mercy. Thank you both very much. No problem, dude. That's fan freaking fantastic. No this right. side of the table, not very. Kevin, what, what present did yeah, you bring us? You guys um, have always well, been more. I, like I, I was going to buy you all sailor hats. And okay, I could yeah, not yeah, find yeah, them. Okay. I, I even looked on Amazon, and uh, were you going to embroider our names on them? Oh, oh, <laughs> that would have been the best. That would have been the best. I also didn't know what size head you would have. I, I know your, yours is probably large. large. Very large. I have a very not, yeah. a lot of brain. Yeah, a lot, a lot of brain. brain. <laughs> a lot of brain sticking out of there. A lot of brain. <laughs> 
So it's huge. Well, thank huge, you very much, both of you. Well, Dude, Kevin, you're so going to get two because we were, as a public service to our people, you've got to talk to them about Tubi. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I don't, maybe you're keeping it in your back pocket for a future podcast. No, I'll, I'll, you... go ahead and, I'll go ahead and mention it today, but I do have another one as well. So, um, Can I have it? Can I have it? So, yeah, I was flipping through the, the different... I have, you know, Netflix and Prime and, and we, we got a couple others. And I saw something called Tubi that's kind of listed on my apps on the TV. And I thought, well, let me just click on this and see what it is. And I started finding all these 80s movies. Like Class, which you had mentioned a month or so ago, was a movie you'd seen. I'd never seen it. I'm like, oh, I need to watch this. So I added it to my watch list. <clears throat> and then because I added that, some more 80s movies started popping up. I found this wonderful movie from 1989 called Hot Times at Montclair High, which is essentially a ripoff of both Fast Times at Ridgemont High and um, Breakfast Club. And uh, there's a great moment around a 24, 25-minute mark where the mic kind of hangs down from the ceiling. They didn't edit it and go no, back and say, we no. should probably redo this. And like, yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. Um, but all kinds of bad 80s movies on there. So, it, even, even it's got Sor- slime ball. Sorority Babes is on there, so if you want to check that out again. We haven't seen that since the late 80s, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, there was a movie with Johnny Depp, and he's like a teenager, called Private Resort that was on there. Oh, I've so. seen that one. So yeah, some some interesting stuff. Not as out epic there. as Crybaby. Uh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> All right, well, Matt. Since we did the gift thing, you kind of took my thunder for uh, my little eighties. <laughs> it was going to be my Johnny Lawrence Fungal Pop gift from Rob that you just <laughs> pulled that carpet right out from underneath. You can still make it. You can still. I, so I, Rob I, got me this gift. <laughs> uh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm glad you asked. Uh, no, it's yeah. Yeah, that was my flashback. Was going to be the, you know, my love for Cobra Kai, and you know, the, not just the, the the new Cobra Kai, but the original Karate Kid and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Got the Johnny Lawrence in there. It just always makes you think great things, I mean, and, and 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 it makes me uh, anticipate the, the the last. We're thinking one more season, or are we thinking? I don't know. It could go. I mean, think it's it popular. Those guys yeah. will keep going, I'm pretty sure. But I mean, it, I, I, I still, every time like the, the new season does come out, whenever it does, it, it just it takes me back to how you could watch a show in the 80s and just for like 30 years think you know everything about that movie, and then they come back and they make a, a series about it and just totally spin. Because I mean, every, every, we, we hated Johnny growing up. You know? He was yeah. this punk, mean bully, blah, blah, blah. He was a jerk. He was a jerk, yeah. and now he's just this great, cool guy. So I mean, I just love how they just have taken everything we thought we knew and made us realize we didn't know nothing. And so I, it, but that's the, the beauty of the 80s. It's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. So my 80s Rewind moment actually took place at Matt's house. Uh, recently, so if, if you are a guest at Matt's house and you've got to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. they've got the the walls are, are like set up like this flat black paint. Oh yeah, and it's like chalkboard. Uh, it's a chalkboard, yeah. so people will sign it. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll sign their name on it or write something funny or something like that. Don't invite me over. I already know what I'm doing. So I had I had put something on the bathroom wall a while back and kind of forgot about it. So I'm over there, and I'm washing my hands. I look over to my left, 
And it says, Jenny, 8675309. Oh, yeah, I did put that on there. So uh, never erase that. Never. Uh, never. Well, I noticed a lot of them above the urinal area was erased. <coughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, don't, don't erase that one. I will, I will not. It's, it will 80, it's that 80s will royalty. It well, it was right written there. by the Poobah, so it's going to stay. <laughs> the Poobah. <laughs> All right. Well, guys. Which um, is the highest rank you can achieve with the Girl Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Grand Poobah. That's right. Oh, shoot. So okay. let me give one more. Uh, Please uh, do. I was torn between the two beer or this other one. Did anybody watch the, the Weird Al? Yeah, yeah I watched half of I watched it. That was on my list if we did a third podcast yeah. today. So, yes, uh, it was a v- hilarious. Yeah, hilarious it was. It show. was. Uh, so you kind of find out some things you didn't know about because it's completely real and completely true. Everything is one hundred percent true. Yes, <laughs> they remember it. Uh, which with you know, which was really focused on his torrid love affair with Madonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, if you get a chance, watch it. But uh, that was that was. Uh, it was yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the movie the, weird. I was cracking up because. The movie itself has got that Weird Al, little satirical, twisty, yeah. ironic, crazy, whatever his sense of humor is. It's splat, and you know, he helped create it, direct it, write it, everything else. So he's all over it. And just the little things that were in there, like when uh, one of my favorite parts is where he first meets Dr. Demento, yeah. which is Rain Wilson, who's right. Dwight from The Office. Right. So uh, just he first meets him, and... Uh, the record producers who won't do his music, his dad who goes ballistic when he buys an accordion. It's just, it's great stuff. Well, and yeah. they, well, I, I saw an interview with like Willie Geist and, and um, the actor, Daniel Radcliffe. Dan Radcliffe. And so they, they were just talking about it. And what, you know, he said, it's just, it's so funny because it's, there really are a few things in there that really did happen, you know, and a, 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 a couple. <laughs> And he said, he goes, a couple things really did happen, you know, about, you know, maybe the, getting the accordion the first time and all this kind of stuff. So he goes, so there's there's hints of truth, but there's just a lot of fun in that movie. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's his life, you know. It was, yeah, the Madonna thing was great. I like the whole twist where really it was Michael Jackson stealing from him. Yeah. He, oh, he came bad. out with Eat It he first. Came out, eat it, and then Michael Jackson it. came out with Beat It. And, and he was so indignant. I can't believe what a rip off. <laughs> So, so clearly, that's not my way. heart. Yeah, but yeah. It, it was. I, I thought it was pretty funny. So if it, you like Weird Al, you'll love. Where they it. have the all-on rave at the party, and he breaks out the accordion. The place just goes nuts. Oh yeah, they're just loving the accordion. Right. Yeah. And he's playing it like Eddie Van Halen would play the guitar. <laughs> right. That's all. It's so good. So good. All right, uh, we're going to take a brief break here. We'll get on with the podcast and talk about Christmas. Christmas. Uh, hang it. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Living in the 80s, the Christmas edition. So, one thing that we talked about today, or this week on our group text, like we're going to talk, we're going to do the Christmas episode, and Kevin, who is the most prepared among us, is like, I'll be flying from the seat of my pants. He's a little pants. And what'd you say, Matt? Welcome to my world, baby. <laughs> That's how I live, man. So, what we're going to do here is we're going to go around the circle here. And we got a few, we got one, two, three, four. We have six topics here. And we're going to go around and talk about our memories there. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure. see what's up. Should we make Kevin yeah. go first on every one? Yes. Just to see yes. how quickly yes. he can react. I love that. will be like Matt. Uh, I love that. <laughs> so, but here's, here's one thing. Because we were children of the 70s, you know, we don't do this a lot around here. But since we were children of the 70s, some of these memories may dip down just a little bit. 
They might. And it's okay. It's okay. There's one topic in particular that's going to be extremely difficult for me to keep it in the 80s, but I digress. It's Christmas. It's a spirit of giving. Yes. We're going to give a little, a little grace, a little slack. Yes, we are. We'll be forgiving. We yeah. are. So uh, we'll start off with Mike. Okay. Because it's easier for me to go around the circle that way. Is it easier yes, if we don't zigzag? So you, uh, you start us off with uh, y- your favorite Christmas movie of the 80s. Okay. Well, this is just a stupid, fun movie that I always enjoyed watching with my boys. Um, released in 1989. Uh, Home Alone. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Good one. Um, Harry and Marv, the Wet Bandits. Absolute, to me, absolutely hilarious. Just the stupid slapstick falls, being shot in the face by the BB gun, yeah. you know, getting burnt by the iron, you know. So, I, what's your favorite scene? Stunt? Your favorite yeah. scene, yeah. That would be when Marv is laying on the ground and the tarantula is yes, walking that's across yeah. his chest. I love that. Or the kid reaches he out with the tarantula and yeah. holds it over his face and just the scream. Well, yeah, he puts it on his face and he starts that blood-curling scream. scream. Yes. And then he throws it onto Harry. Yeah, and then he hits him with the uh, crowbar. crowbar. Yes. And then my favorite part is, is, is him laying on the back going, what, what, what are you doing, Marv? What? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hit the gun. I, just, I still love the scream. That is one of the greatest screams in a, a movie yes, of all time. It, to me, even back then, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, this is like Looney Tunes come to life. Mm-hmm. It is, mm-hmm. yes. Those, guys, those guys got abused. Oh. Like, how, how they didn't die... It's yeah, like I, that would have killed most people. All the stuff they, they did through. sequels. You know, they did uh, two, three, four, thirty-six, or thirty-seven. Two was still good. I think. Two is decent, you yeah. know. But but I just that's one movie I almost kind of wish it was just left alone because yeah. it was so good. It, I feel like you were trying a little too hard. Yeah, you know, it just trying to strike gold two, again. Two, I, because Macaulay Culkin, I don't think was in any. The ones after two was he, and like some of the and stuff. Right, but I, I thought two was good. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't one. No, but it was good. Yeah, no, great movie. Loved it. Watched it with my children as when they were small. My wife doesn't get it. She will never watch it. and doesn't enjoy it. But there it is. So we do. That was Kayla, my daughter. That that was her movie. Um, so oh, she was born in '88. So by you know '91, '92. You know, we've got the VCR buying movies and stuff, and she would watch that thing any time of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, which yeah. even this, even to this day, she will still listen to Christmas music at any point, which <laughs> I, I have forbidden. But sure. but my to know, voice yeah. of authority got muted yeah. several yeah. times over the years. Only, only a few. <laughs> only a few. Yes. What about you, buddy? What's up, Kev? Well, I'm gonna do the cop out and say Christmas vacation. Son obviously. of a mother. See yeah. now, okay. Yeah, I mean, I know that that one was too easy, but. When that came out, you know, it was, it was on that vacation series. Um, yeah. The first vacation was awesome. European vacation, not so great. And then look, Matt's googling another movie. <laughs> <laughs> Please give another Christmas movie. Um, and and I'm about to see those pants over there. Yeah, and when it came out, it was it was awesome. And it's kind of funny now. We watch it every year, and and as you get older, you think, oh, okay, there's there's a little plot hole. Like at the beginning, they get out to the tree, and they're going to, you know cut down a tree out in the wilderness, which they have no way to get that tree back to the car, which is going to weigh hundreds, if not a thousand pounds, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow they show it on the roof of the car, 
heading back home, but they didn't show how they got it there. Yeah. They dug up the entire route. It's like it's like okay, that's a little. He just pushed it. He pushed it over. Apparently so. Um, but yeah, but all all that goofiness aside, it's kind of a just a tradition to watch that movie every year. So, mm-hmm. um, what's your favorite scene? Ooh, you know. Probably got to be the pool scene, right? Pauline of Portugal. I like that. I like that song. Yeah, Melakalika Maha. Heidi Ho, whatever. Melakalika Maha. It's uh, it's Merry Christmas. It's a thing to say. It's Merry Christmas in Hawaiian. So yeah, I I think that movie has held up so well because you're watching the movie. And it's, it's hilarious. You're laughing at stuff like, oh, mm-hmm. this is really funny. And then it goes into another gear when Cousin Eddie shows up. Yeah. yeah. It takes the dynamic of the movie and completely switches it to this other element. Yeah. Completely mm-hmm. different. Like, he's watching the home movies upstairs. He, you know, he's got the he's got the, the, the rap on. and so, It's like, it, it's hilarious. When uh, Todd and Margo... So funny. Oh, so great funny. Lines. So great it's lines. just it's just one thing I don't after know another. Margo. The the Aunt Bethany singing the the yeah, pleasure of allegiance. Like Uncle Lewis gets caught on fire, the cat died. like just there, so many things. So many. There's so many quotable lines. That that's what yeah. I mean to me that's a, like the tell of a great movie. So you could just say a line and everybody goes right back to that movie, that <laughs> scene, you know, it's just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think one of my favorite scenes is, is is that running gag with the lights, right? Because every year we put Christmas lights oh, up, yeah. and it never fails. Something's not blinking right, or it's completely burnt out, or half the strand's not working. And and when he hands him that ball, that ball <laughs> of like twisted wires and lights, it's like, yeah, I have to do that every year. It's yeah. like every year I'm like, I'm gonna take him down and put him down nicely in the box and. I open up the next year, like, what happened in the last 12 months? And I was like, Rusty, you did check every bulb, didn't you? Oh, I'm sure oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Look at the time, Dad. I got to go the milk, milk the cats or something, yeah. whatever he says there. That's so great. Great yeah. movie, though. My, I, I just love when he... Uh, when he's wearing the the white sweater with a black dickie, I've yes. got that. I've got that outfit. It's usually my ugly sweater huh. too. Go figure. Imagine that, yeah, with the white yeah. shoes and just that little subtle where he goes over that little windmill and tries to turn <laughs> it and just crumbles. Like that's Uncle Eddie. That's oh, pretty much. He's just a walking disaster. He is. I mean, he legendary. Yeah, he could be, in real life, he may be a whack job, crazy weird He's dude. He's kind of nuts. But daggone, in that movie, he yeah. is he is He's comedic genius. He is gold. That was his moment. Yeah. All right, Maddie, what about you? What movie did you find? Uh, well, I've been studying since a long time now on <laughs> um, 80s Christmas movies. And, um, you know, it is funny when you, let's say if you was going to Google 80s Christmas yeah. movies. It is funny that, you know, Die Hard and Gremlins do pop up in the list. They do. Yeah. They do pop up. So I'm just throwing it out there for the mm-hmm. debate. So do you want to say that's your movie? Nope. I mean, I I, I, I would have said from the 80s, Christmas Vacation is my go-to just because uh, I have that, you know, I have a fat, you know fascination with Eddie. I love Eddie. Uh, but I guess if I was going to stay with a different movie, the, the next in line would obviously be, you know, Christmas Story. Yes. Come out in 1983. 
Um, House is for sale today. It yeah. is for sale. They just, Going up for sale soon. Yeah, they, they actually just remade, I guess for our reference today, they remade that movie. Well, they made an additional movie with the original actors. Yes. Has anybody it's seen called, that yet? I, I have. seen. I have. Yeah, I watched it, yeah. And it's, you give it a... I think it's decent. I mean, it's I think, good. It, it's kind of got the spirit of the old one because they'll do the, you know, he always it would daydream and pretend how things mm-hmm. would be. That's that element was still in there with yeah. different things. Which yeah, they does. brought back many characters. They did from the, which is good. I mean, part of part of the cool thing about the movie is seeing those old characters we've seen thousands of times, uh, grown up, grown up, and yeah. you know how how they fit into his world today. So yeah, like uh, the, the duty beat. Does it, does Scott Farkas? Beat the car- yeah, Farkas was a is a cop now. Spoiler alert! My bad. Oh, my. That's okay. You can't spoil. He's, he won't watch it. He's You'll see him. Of, you yeah. know, but it's. I, I think mean, it might be in the previews with him being a cop. Yeah, so. he he's. Uh, I mean, it's just it was it was a neat it was a neat follow up. A lot of those things kind of flop, but I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. But Christmas Story is well, they and they even go back to the. Uh, the department store and shop, and they 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 call back to the original Christmas story about the Santa was there. You know, yeah. it was it was just good stuff. And they they looked in the glass because see the Christmas story came out in the eighties, nineteen eighty three, but it was based on the forties, right. pretty much. And so when you flash forward to when these kids are when the the star of the movie uh, Ralphie is now. The parent and his dad passed, or whatever. I whatever. You're just ruining the whole movie for somebody. (laughs) It was good. um, Like, well, we all know that you know the actor um, Gavin, whatever. He uh, he passed away in real life. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to bring him back from the movie. Busy. So, (laughs) but but so so now that this movie is set in nineteen nineteen seventy three. Yeah, like like late late mid mid, yeah mid seventies something like that. Yeah, that that makes it cool. So you're watching. So still got a nostalgic feel. Old cars and yeah. still got the glass, you know. So it would be our very, very young childhood. Yeah. It's, cool. it's, yeah. it's a good, it's a good stuff. Yeah. And the original is classic. I mean, just like the others, it's, it's timeless. A lot of great quotes, you know, oh, fudge. You know, but he you just, didn't say fudge. It was just, uh, it, it, it's, it's a great movie. And it's, it's, it, I liked it because, you know, up to maybe five, ten years ago, You'd only see it on Christmas Eve or, or Christmas Day, twenty four hours a day on TBS or whatever. It's like it, it wasn't the one. one Dude, of those I had shows. VHS. I had well, uh, yeah, I guess if you had DVD, Blu Ray, yeah, no, I got it digital. So yeah, I've, I've but but on 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 the TV streaming, you, you would only see it you know one time a year. Now you can see it obviously a little bit more, but it was it was kind of when it came on, it was like ooh, it's Christmas. What's your favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene in that what would probably it'd probably be when when he gets the the like oh it must be an uh, must be an award you know it's the uh, <laughs> it's a major it's a major award, award. you know fragile oh, from France <laughs> but I think my favorite is got to be the very end in the Chinese restaurant <laughs> oh <laughs> I love that the neck off <laughs> yeah awesome. yeah that's good stuff what's your uh, I'd have to say when Ralphie. Beat up Farkas. Yeah, yeah. He, he just off. he laid into him. He just went off. He's crying. He's just the cry, when his mom gets him. It, it, it looks like he's really crying at the end. Uh-huh. I mean, that was great. The rage. He's yeah. just raging there. Yeah. I loved it. I, I love the, uh, the the scene where they go to see Santa at the mall. You know, I can't yeah. wait to see him. And the kid. It wasn't flips the mall. Out. It was the department store. Yeah. It was pre-mall. Higby's, uh, yeah, it was. Higby's, yeah, but, but they wait in that super long line. They finally get there. He freezes. 
<laughs> he's, he's he's so scared he can't can't tell me what he wants. He's like, I'm blowing my chance, you know, to get my gift and. I, I just love that whole scene. I, you know, the, part of that scene was the kid with the aviator hat on. <laughs> I, I like Wizard of Oz. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> he's a kid that freaks out, isn't he? He's, isn't he yeah, he's screaming. He, he freezes yeah. up and screams. <laughs> and he goes, uh, yeah, just insane and pushing his face. You know, kid is sound like Mars. Yo, shut you, push yeah. your eye out. He'll shoot your eye Oh, oh, oh. Matt, it just seems like something you would do. Have you ever worked as a Santa Claus? Um, I was at, for the first time this year, I was asked to be Santa Claus for our neighborhood. So I promptly shaved my beard and said, no, I can't do it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, they, then they asked if you would. Are you, are you uh, No, I will not. Okay. All right. so, I have no desire to play Santa. I, have I don't have none either. I have zero. I've been, I've been asked twice. These same folks asked me a couple times and I keep saying no. I'm not, I'm not ready I'm to not be that I'm not the Santa guy. type. No. I'm gray, but I'm yeah. not jolly like that. And um, and I just I, I feel like once you once you enter in that realm, yeah, you'll be asked every year. Yeah, that you're seeing, you're just seeing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't want, I don't do okay. that. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, I will have to go. Like I would have picked all three of yours before I picked mine, but that next tier movie I think would be Scrooged. I thought you might yeah. say that. Yeah, I thought you might say that. Bill Murray, you know, it's a retelling of. Uh, the Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. He plays the Scrooge uh, type character, and uh, network exec. He's a network executive. Uh, was as Cross is his last name. Uh, I can't. Frank. Yeah. Frank Cross. Yeah. So he, he uh, gets visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, future, and you know he has the epiphany at the end. So great movie. Um, when he's singing at the end. Oh. That's a great. I mean, the, the song. Feed me Seymour. Oh, it's yeah. so good. So yeah, it's 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 a good movie. Um, I like your movies all better. Probably my my favorite uh, takeaway from that movie is where Buster Poindexter picks him up in the cab. Oh, or yeah. or maybe when Bobcat Goldthwait takes those people hostage and he's just freaking out. Yeah. So, yeah. Good stuff. Have you guys watched the uh, new Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds version? I was yes. I was good. You know, look, check it out. I got this uh, popped up right there. I was ready to talk about that. I'm glad you brought it up because I forgot. Uh, yes, I did. I watched it. I was shocked it was a musical. Yeah. I had no idea yeah. it was going to be a musical. It was yeah. so bad. Six, Spoiler alert if you didn't know. Six months of training they did. Really? For choreography, wow. singing, and stuff. That movie, like there were good you parts. You like it? Funny stuff in it some, but I did not. I thought it was yeah, a unique I, I take. It. I liked it. It was just a different take, modern version, just kind of more goofy funny than serious but I, I enjoyed it I, I, I like it I, I liked I liked Ryan Reynolds character a lot mm-hmm. but I but Will Ferrell's character which I'll put it out there I love Will Ferrell I love him in almost everything but he's had some duds and that's one of them to me his performance mm-hmm. and that's kind of weak mm-hmm. but uh, when mm-hmm. it was over I said alright we watched it I wasn't <laughs> thrilled about it I wasn't real crazy about it being a musical um, and I said, yeah, probably. That's probably not one of those I'm going to watch every year like I do some of the Christmas movies. I, that's probably a one and done for me. Me too. I don't think I'll In watch it. In fact, I even said that. I said, you know what? I've watched it. I will not go back and watch it again. Yeah. It wasn't the worst movie, but it was far from the See, best. See, I, I mean, I, I've got a 13 year old and, and, a, and a, a wife that likes the musical stuff. So, mm. so they were all, they just loved it. They thought that was great. And, and I just, I, even though something might not be good, 
I just, I'm just, I adore anything Will Ferrell does. It's hard for me to say that was terrible. Uh, even though he puts out bad movies, I gotta, I gotta love him. I just, I'm, I think the guy's hilarious. I can't. He is. I, I love him. That movie, I wouldn't feel. But I, yeah, I'd watch. Oh, I'd probably watch it again. All right. Any honorable mentions here? In the '80s. I can't really think of any other Christmas movies of the 80s in the Mount Rushmore we just mentioned. Die Hard. Die Hard, Gremlins. Oh, Lethal go. Weapon. <laughs> Lethal yeah, Weapon. Lethal Weapon, definitely. It's mm-hmm. as much the Christmas movie as Die Hard is. It is, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, you know, here's a, here's the thing. That's been a debate for a few years now. Uh, like, for years, no one ever mentioned it being a Christmas movie. But a few years ago, people started saying, hey, this is a Christmas movie. It takes place at Christmas time. You know, we'll go with that. Here's a Christmas party. But, but here's here's the thing. I will only watch that now at Christmas time because of everybody starts talking about it again. So, yeah. Yeah, if it was a Christmas, we would have been released around Christmas time, right? I mean, it was released in the middle of summer. It's in July was when yeah. it was released. Yeah. Do you want to get a jump start on the Christmas season? Well, Christmas <laughs> in July, right? There you go. How about like the well, like the original uh, Christmas Carol about nineteen eighty four? I don't know if you guys remember that one. Do, do you I, guys I watch... could say no that I don't remember that. Who was in that one? Was it George C. Scott? Uh, yes, George C. Scott. I've seen that one before. That was a good one. Uh, it, huh. That was like a more a, a realistic mm-hmm. looking one, which I yeah I, I like. We, we used to go see a Christmas Carol every year down at uh, the High Theater, like the. You know the live performance of it, mm-hmm. so I, I like that whole story. No matter how they, how about we? we I can't believe no one mentioned Ernest Saves Christmas. No. <laughs> which came was, in was that, was, what year? Nineteen eighty-eight. Oh, okay. Or yeah, very. I, I, how I can, about a, I can say I've never seen it. How about a very Brady Christmas? Oh, there you go. Can you a, a Muppet <laughs> Family Christmas? Well, very Brady. Was that an actual movie or was that a TV show? It was a TV special. Yeah, that's, so you're getting away. No, you're no, it was a film. Well, a very Brady. It was, Christmas. A, it, was a, it was a made for TV movie. There you go. Yes. Sure was. So it was longer than the thirty minutes, I guess. Okay, but the but, Brady well, Bunch get a cinematic outing for Christmas in this 1988 festive film. Okay. Wow. So, so Kayla, my daughter, she used she used to watch Prancer. Yeah, Prancer came out. Yeah. Uh, Sam Elliott, Johnny Galecki was in it, Cloris Leachman, Star Power. Very Star good. Power. But uh, yeah, it's about this reindeer, obviously. Hmm. And uh, I, I could never really get the appeal, but man, she watched that thing over and over. It came out in 1989. So there it is. Good stuff. All right. Christmas songs. This is right up our alley. Yeah. I, go. I, 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 I'm going to predict in my mind, I'm going to write it down here. What Snowball's Christmas song is going to be. Oh, come on. Let me, let me see what you can probably write down what you think mine's going to be, and you'll probably get it right, Rob. Okay. Well, I've got two. So if you get one of the two, I'll be amazed. But, yeah. Kevin, that's a little harder, because you're a little more... You've, you've got kind of... You're like me, yeah. Oh, we're all going to make guesses? Is that no, what we're you doing? You don't have to. You don't have to. I'm, I'm, I, my okay. guess with you, Matt, is it'll be a song that's not from the 80s. There is, <laughs> right, it is right here. Yeah, well, I mean, seriously. On the other side of that paper. Okay. Mike, okay, Mike what, is, what, what is your Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song, and I'm taking a little liberty, but it was in a 1980s movie, mm. so therefore it'd be on the soundtrack. Going to make it a 80s Christmas song would be Ray Charles' Spirit of Christmas. Christmas is the time of year For being with 
with the ones we love Sharing so much joy and cheer What a wonderful feeling Ah, from Christmas Vacation. vacation yes. That's not what I guessed. I guess Christmas in Hollis. That's what I was going to guess. Yeah, that, was, that was my guess. Oh. That was my guess, yeah. That's probably really what it is, but he was going to throw us off. You know, so. I, I I had that album. Yes. I like that song. It did not make the number one on my list. Yeah. It's a good one, though. It's, it is a very good one. All, which is also a diehard. And yes, <laughs> yes, it is. A very good choice. Can I have some liberties and give a second one? It was yeah, actually, absolutely. Yes. We try to stick with one, but you can at least two. record it in the jolly. 80s. Okay. Um, it's been redone over and over again, but uh, the Bruce Springsteen version of Merry Christmas, Baby. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the the sax in that declares mm-hmm. Clement. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's my true number one 80s, but as far as the one I really like the most, Spirit of Christmas. Cool. Great song. Ray Charles. Okay. Kevin. Mine would be uh, Christmas wrapping. Daggone it, that was mine! Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I've got another one. <laughs> no, no. You, I've you got, I had two that's like right there, it. but i, I got to go with Christmas wrapping. So um kind of tells the story of a, a woman who has just kind of missed this opportunity to be with this guy throughout the year because of various reasons. Um, finally runs into him at the end of the year, and they kind of maybe possibly you know, end up together at the end of the year. So um, so that's, been, that's mine. So 1981, The Waitresses, who also... We're known uh, to sing the theme song to Square Pegs and a song called I Know What Boys Like. That was their mm, like, yeah, songs yeah, yeah, yeah. that they had. So yeah. They were a good little quirky new wave yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. I liked them. They were. But yeah, that that's my, that is my number one with a bullet 80s Christmas song. Yeah. I have to admit, I have absolutely no idea what song you're talking about. If you All heard right, it, well, yeah. you know what? It sounds like this. So you've just heard Christmas wrapping for the first time. Okay. All right. Well, I've heard it. I thought it was just a bunch of kids singing before. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. You need to look up the lyrics so you kind of understand what's going on in the song. I think if you do that, you'll, you'll appreciate you it more. You think I'd appreciate it more? I think you would. I think you would. Yeah. I could be yeah. wrong, though. Well, thanks it tells, for... It tells a story. It's a good song. Yeah. Good song. And we're sure it's not in a movie, because I feel it like... It could be. It, it, it probably it, is. It, I think it may be in like Jingle All the Way or something like that. It sounds about like yeah. a kind of later that movie. kind of soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Uh, for well, for full disclosure, uh, Matt left. <laughs> it's it's his daughter's birthday, and uh, they got her an Apple Watch, so he's going to go over there so she can open it. But Matt, because he's Matt, <laughs> bought an Apple. The kind you eat and wrapped a watch around it to give that to her. Which, knowing Grace, she'll go, Oh, nice. Where's the actual Apple Watch? <laughs> right. She's got that snarky little sense of humor that uh, I think I'll probably get Every out. teenager has. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, skipping that, my Christmas song is Old Ang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. Mm. Met my old lover in the grocery store. The snow was falling Christmas Eve. 
Okay. So that's another storytelling song. Yep. But, you know, he meets, meets his old lover in a grocery store. The snow's falling Christmas Eve. Yeah. Sounds a little bit like this. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things, not one that you would typically think about. And most people wouldn't, but I do every year. Like, that kind of really has a good Christmas feel for me. And there is a fan-made video out there on YouTube where these two actors kind of act, are acting out the parts of this song as it's going through. It's really done good. The actor and actress did a very good job portraying the song. Yeah, so, I, 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 a couple years ago you told me, hey, check out this video. It's, it's not an official video. It's kind of like a fan-made video. Yeah. And, and it plays along with the song. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. So it kind of tied them nicely together so you can kind of yes. understand what's going on in the, in yeah. the lyrics. So, yeah, I enjoy that one. Uh, I would also put Last Christmas out there by Wham. Mm. That's one I enjoy. Christmas and Hollis. That's <laughs> yes, a, I enjoy that's that another one. good mm-hmm. one. Uh, I would say I also like um, Wonderful Christmas Time. Technically 1979 song. But, uh, you know, I didn't hear it till the 80s. So. Does anybody else like Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Springsteen's version? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I, not a huge Springsteen fan, but whatever reason, I love his Christmas songs. I don't know why. They're very festive. I mean, it's kind of captured the moment yeah. of, the, of the season. Another high-ranking one for me would be Merry Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home by U2. That's uh, a very raucous song. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I like that one a lot. Billy Squire had one in 81 called Christmas is the Time to Say I Love You. And the yes. video of that, they're in the MTV studio with all the the, the VJs. I mean, this is early, early 80s. Yeah. Uh, singing along to 1981. It. Yeah. So, um, uh, so that's a fun one, too. I always like that. It, it, it's, like, it's like a little time capsule because not you get the VJs, but you've got, like, the cameramen, the producers, the executives. They're all... The, it's... They're... Christmas party, and they just happen to have a camera out, and it's like, hey, let's film Billy Squire with all of you guys for posterity's sake, and uh, it's 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 really it's really cool to see. Yeah, it so is. That's it one is. that I, I enjoy a lot. So, all right, uh, our next uh, topic here, we're going to talk about uh, TV specials. You thinking, okay, what TV specials were out in the eighties? Like, I, I remember like a lot of sitcoms would have like the Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. But none, you know, like now I'll see those on. I'm like, oh, that's neat. Silver Spoons or Family Ties or Cosby Show. One of those, like, oh, that's neat. This is their Christmas special, but none of them stick out. Mm-hmm. And like they try to do cartoons and things in the '80s too. Mm-hmm. None of them stick out. So, with that knowledge, Mike, what would you say? Gonna take a few liberties here once again. Yes, watched it a lot in the '80s. It was actually, I believe, released in 1969. My man, Frosty the Snowman. Oh, yes. The fastest belly whopper around. He was. And boy, was he fast. He was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I believe the uh, sequel, Frosty and Crystal, was released in the 80s. And that was horrible. It was hosted <laughs> by Andy Griffith. <laughs> Which, with that, with Matlock hosting, you would think it would be good. <laughs> yes. How could that miss? Yeah. That was pretty bad. But it did. No. Yeah, because the original was Burl Ives as a snowman, kind of. No. Oh, yeah. that was. That Santa was. Claus comes to town. Yeah, you're right. But <laughs> it was, so it was like some unknown actor, I think. I know Jimmy Durante. Jimmy oh, Durante. was the narrator. Yes. But yes. he wasn't Frosty. Right, right. right. But, but then the one with Andy Griffith, he's... He's an animated character. Yes, yes he is. He's kind of got like big teeth, like a little space between them. Or well, it's an animated character. Like Andy yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah, I, that's right. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. yeah. And actually, if you want to go back to um, who was the actor you named before, Burl Ives. Does he not look a little bit like uh, our own uh, Taco Meat? Ooh, when he has a beard, yeah, he, yeah, because when that <laughs> beard grows, the, the chin grows longer yes. first. I don't know if that's intentional or if he cuts it like and that. And it's grayer, and it just kind of accentuates it, and yeah. kind of comes down to a point. Looks yeah. a lot like uh, the Burl Ives snowman in uh, Santa Claus comes. Yeah, yes, he does. Since he left for a few minutes, we can make fun of him. <laughs> Absolutely. Until he gets back, and want to straighten yeah. up. What about you, Kevin? Um, the the one that comes to my mind, it actually ends up. It, it worked out that it was the first Simpsons episode that was released um, where it was an actual 30-minute show. It was the last week of 1989, so it barely made it in the 80s, and it was called the Christmas, Simpsons, Simpsons Christmas Special, which it later was known as Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. And it revolves around Bart went to the mall at Christmas time. He sneaks off and gets a tattoo. I don't know what artist would give a 10-year-old a tattoo. <laughs> Um, Marge has to use all the Christmas money to get the tattoo removed, <laughs> and she thought, no problem, we can still buy all of our Christmas gifts with Homer's bonus. He finds out that year he doesn't get a bonus from his, from his boss. So did Cousin Eddie come along? Oh, and go to his, that would have been oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they have no way to, to um, buy gifts, and with Homer's last few dollars, he's told about this hot... Um, this, this this hot tip he gets at the the dog track. So he goes out on the dog track and bets the rest of his money on this horse or this dog. dog it's like a ninety nine to one uh, underdog. He of course finishes last. And what is the name of that dog? Santa's little helper. Yeah, exactly. Why would you not bet on Santa's little helper? On <laughs> I mean, Christmas, Christmas Eve, time, right? Yeah. Christmas Eve. So uh, the owner's so mad at the dog for coming in last. He he's kind of like treating him badly. So Homer grabs the dog and takes him home, and the whole family forgives him because he's hey, I've got this dog and they kind of took that's kind of like the family's christmas gift that year so everything's saved so hey look who just made an appearance back all right hey, that's hey, back we didn't say anything bad about you where you're going no not at all no, no. make fun no, of your beard or anything so so you're just in time for your your favorite christmas special <sighs> do you need to go back to your favorite christmas song just is that where your head's at so so he had said frosty already in case you were wanting to say that one which really isn't and, from the and, 80s but we saw it throughout the 80s and the yeah. 70s for that matter and, and uh, kevin's was a simpsons and christmas today special. i already watched it this year and <laughs> teared up a little bit to be honest i mean my, mine's more 70s but it's like the, the like the heat miser the claymation oh, oh. a year without the santa claus Years without santa i love those guys yeah, that's good. Yeah, that that music. <laughs> Your wind did come up. Did yeah. you jog, stairs, yeah. or did you just walk up a flight of stairs? Both kind of knocked me down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's my stuff there. Nice. Um, mine's gonna be a Charlie Brown Christmas from 1965. Oh, classic! Yeah, mm. that thing is still played today. Yeah. So that that's you know when, when Linus reads the scripture. That's what Christmas is really about, Charlie Brown. It's a mic drop, man. Mm -hmm. Boom. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is it. Like, back when I was a youth pastor, we would do like our annual Christmas party, and every year I showed the kids that 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 episode, and it kind of became like tradition. Like, we're going to watch Charlie Brown Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to. All right. And Mm -hmm. so. They, uh, you know, they got a little, they got a little Bible in it, yeah, scripture. That's cool. Now that is true. That is the mic drop of all mic drops. It is Christmas specials. It, it is. It's the best. And Linus was actually kind of cocky about it when he did it. Kind of was. Kind of walked away like <laughs> thumb in the blanket out. <laughs> so yeah, the good stuff. All right. So next, you've got TV episodes down here. Yeah, 
Okay, you know what? I don't think I have anything, but you go ahead. TV episodes <laughs> okay. of the 80s. A lot of liberties again here. All right. Uh, we've, a lot of probably late 70s. Mine would, my favorite one would be Happy Days Season 2, Episode 11. I know which one it is. Fonzie Comes Ravioli? to Christmas. No, Fonzie oh. Comes to Christmas. Okay. You know that one? Uh, I thought when he when he like stuck by himself in the yeah, garage, yeah. he was eating canned ravioli. Yeah, yeah, yes, he was. Yes, that's that, a great episode. That's a great episode. So yes, the Cunningham family first they need to get the car fixed, and then their Santa Claus breaks down, and then the back then the light bulbs on a uh, strand. If one bulb was out, the whole strand was out. So mm. somebody's got to figure out, and Chuck, he can't figure it out. So Fonzie's got to figure out. So Fonzie misses his family Christmas in Waukesha, which was really just a lie. Yeah. But Mrs. Cunningham tells him, no, you're staying here. So little tearjerker. Um, favorite prayer ever heard? Simplest prayer? And uh, I don't know if you guys remember the little prayer at the dinner table. I, I don't remember it. I don't remember this episode. It's a I, I remember the episode, but I don't remember the prayer. It's simple. God, thanks. Boom, that's, oh, that's a yeah. mic drop right there. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, a, that's a good drop. one. Yeah, that's a good I one. can throw out some, you know, alternatives. You know, you used to have the Laverne and Shirley where they did their little variety shows for oh, the, my. I don't know, the mental ward or whatever they were doing or hosting the homeless at the pizza bowl or... <laughs> yeah. My life revolved a lot around those two shows. I can tell. Kevin, do you have a, a TV episode? The only one I can think of is the Miami Vice one, where uh, you guys remember the Miami Vice Christmas show? No, I don't. Where um, Tubbs actually, it's kind of ironic. You guys bought socks because Tubbs bought Crockett socks. Oh wow! That's for Christmas because he never wore them. Probably has cold feet. I don't, no, I don't have anything. They weren't as cool as my Roddy Piper socks. No way. No. no way. Were they pink? Or no, I, I, or I don't have to be something like. I'm Argyle. making this up. I don't. I don't have anything. Amazing episode. That would have been great. They missed out, Kevin. Yeah. You should have been. Should have written that. You should have. Matt, do you have any Christmas? I don't even have nothing to make up that good. That was fan freaking tastic. Yeah, I'm drawing a butt. I mean, I, I like all the little specials, like you know the Muppets. I don't know if you. you the Muppets. I don't like Christmas. Muppets. You don't like Muppets at all? That's too cool. Oh come on. Just being honest. Whatever. <laughs> there was some kind of Star Wars Christmas special. It's kind of oh, like Lost terrible. Now or whatever. Yeah. You can find it. On you can YouTube. find it on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's really truly lost anymore. Yeah. You can always. You can it. try, but it's going to yeah. be found. Yeah. So uh, for me, it's it's an '80s show, which I I had remembered this after I said I got nothing. I remembered this one. So it took place in 1992. Uh, it's uh, married with children. It's a Bundy full life. Ooh. So oh, basically, perfect. basically, Al Bundy falls asleep and dreams like what happened yeah. to his family if he wasn't there, and, and they're all doing they're, they're all doing justice. Justice. That's right. they're doing great. Oh, that's and so then good. like he wakes up, he's like over my dead body. Oh, <laughs> that's great. So, yeah, 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 that was a great episode. Just, his son was like successful, and they they were all yeah. And that's Kelly perfect. was very like 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 a she's like a. A virgin, and very she, pure and sweet. And a real good student. And, and yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, that was great. Well, we've lost Matt again. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the, the last couple weeks, you can tell, like, we've got a lot going on in our lives. <laughs> so, we've got these podcasts that are, that are like piecemealed, whatever. 
So a uh, couple more here. Uh, your favorite gift that you got. Uh, again, we can be good, dipping down into childhood if you want to for childlike wonderment or whatever. Or it could be something happened in the mm-hmm. 80s. So, Mike, uh, let's start with you, buddy. Um, you know, you'd think we'd probably, you know, I, first let me say, uh, every Christmas is always a great Christmas as a kid. Yeah. My parents are divorced, so I got two Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I do have like four Christmases, actually, but no, there, there was never a bad Christmas. There was never a year where, you know, my, one of my parents wasn't unemployed. So, you know, Christmas was really good. I mean, you would think my favorite gifts would be something like, oh, like, an Atari or a Commodore 64. But my favorite gift I ever got was the sled. And what made it so great was that year, shortly before Christmas, we had had a snowstorm, you know, like 8, 12 inches on the ground. And then we got an ice storm on top of it. So we had like 2 inches thick of ice on top of snow. And then we got another snowstorm. So I had lived at the top of the hill in our neighborhood, and we had created like a bobsled course. So I got of course, one of, you would do that. Absolutely. <laughs> we got, a bob, got the shovels out, created this course, and our sleds did okay. But for Christmas, I got one of those cheap little roll-up plastic mm-hmm. sleds. That baby could go. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, you know, probably was just a couple of bucks. Probably back then, it was probably like seven ninety-nine or something. You know, just probably some side gift. Apparently, like, all right, we'll buy him this. You know, whatever. It was a little throw-in, and yeah, to me, that was my favorite present. Hmm. So. so, so snowball is like, I will make this an athletic competition. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> Timing. You get the stopwatch That's out. Nice. Who's the fastest? Nice. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? Um. From the 80s, it had to be late, late 80s. Diana and I were dating at this point, and she bought me a softball glove. So I, there was a glove I was looking at. I can't remember if it was Herman's Sporting Goods or Agler Davidson. Oh, I, about I, I remember Agler Davidson, yeah. Yeah, a couple of throwback names that are they're long gone now. But um, I'd been looking at a glove, and uh, she got it for me um, for, for Christmas, one of the first couple of years that we were together. So that was kind of always sentimental because, you know, you get a new glove, you use it for years and years to come. So... Probably throughout the entire '90s, that was the glove I was using. So, what brand? Was it a Rawlings? Probably. Did you have a signature on it? I know. <laughs> it was probably a Rawlings. Um, that's. It, it was probably Rawlings. I can't remember for sure. It's been a while, but uh, didn't you have a Mizuno glove for a long time? Yeah, I had a Wilson as well. So I've had a few different brands. So I'm, I wasn't loyal to any particular brand. Was I was always loyal to Rawlings. One. Fit, you know, felt like mm-hmm. felt like a glove. You know? <laughs> it felt like it would break down, you know, and fold properly. That was kind of the one that I would look for. So, this wasn't a Christmas gift. My wife, her softball glove that she got at as a kid was from the John Havelcheck Sporting Good Company. Oh my! He had his own brand of ball gloves. He's a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know who John Havelcheck is, he played for the Celtics. But he also, at some point, must have dabbled with his own brand of sporting goods. So hmm. she still has it today. Wow, that is cool. That, that could be a little valuable collector. Yeah, it could be. And she never oils her glove. It's amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got two. Okay. Uh, the the best one would have to be now. First of all, my parents never struck out at, at Christmas. Like they always like that one gift. Like in the seventies, I had. I remember one year I wanted this Lone Ranger action figure. I got it. 
Uh, I was so excited to get that. I remember Batman and Robin action figures. I remember I had this this Ford Apache back then. But in the 80s, uh, 1988 would have been my favorite Christmas. Uh, My daughter Kayla was born November 21st. So, you know, she's a month old at this point. And I remember uh, with... uh, when her mother and I, Kim, when, when we were married, we would do the Christmas Eve thing at, at her mom's house earlier in the day. The next day, my family would do Christmas there. And uh, I remember when we got done at Kim's mom's for Christmas, it just seemed so odd because it's, a, you know, it's the first year I was married and being uh, it was odd being away from my mom and dad's house for Christmas. My brothers and my sister were there. And uh, my sister's husband was was there. And uh, so I told Kim, I said, Hey, how do you feel about going to my mom and dad's and spending the night there? And she uh, she agreed. She's like, okay, let's, let's do that. So we went there. And uh, I was there with my daughter and the family. And we played games till early wee hours of the morning and just eating tons of food and just laughing and stuff. And it's just like, if you, if you want to freeze time right then, that was, that was an incredible Christmas. And I, I remember sitting back and to myself, just kind of, I, I remember this moment like it was yesterday, sitting back and looking at everybody there laughing and having a good time. And I was holding Kayla. I, I just thank God right at the spot. I'm like, Thank you for this moment for blessing me the way you have, and just just taking it in. That that's my best Christmas. Mm. Now there's another Christmas in the earlier '80s. It was 1983, and uh, traditionally at our house, probably definitely my teenage years, probably before that, it was impossible to sleep. We we're so excited. Christmas is the next day. So my brothers, my sister, we'd get in the middle of the night and kind of pillage around the house. I don't if my it, I'm surprised my parents didn't just throw us out in the street because like we tried to be quiet but we weren't and we just the whole thing. But Chuck, my brother, had a paper route. He delivered the Columbus Dispatch, and we hit, I just went on his route with him. Like it's the middle of the night, or it's like. Three, four in the morning when the papers came, so we're out delivering papers and we're just walking through, and it's so peaceful, so peaceful, and uh, it just, just being that moment with my brother, it just kind of froze time. And I remember to this day, you know, all all the Christmases in my life, you know, you, you remember a lot of gifts and some you forget, but Chuck bought me. The Hollow Notes cassette, <laughs> Rock and Soul Part One. Oh. It's a greatest hits one, and uh, I remember getting that tape. I don't remember anything else I got for Christmas that year, but that tape, which probably cost him five ninety nine, uh, that tape I do remember, and that's uh, it's one of my one of my f- most fondest Christmas moments. You know, yeah, that's really cool. Like I mean, I had, I had like really really great gifts, <laughs> but that one I remember for some reason. So. Good job, Chuck. That's yeah. right, Chuck for the win. <laughs> So, all right, so there's that. The last topic we have here is the the Christmas gift never received. So is there, is, did you have your heart, and, and this was uh, Snowball's suggestion here. So 
Snowball, you there's obviously a Christmas gift you really <laughs> wanted and you did not get. So that tell is us true. About Am that. I the only one? Perhaps. We will find out here soon. Okay. So my story goes back to it's summertime. We're in this store. And I see this mini bike. It's called Boss Mini Bike. It's made by a company called Rupp, who manufactures mini bikes in Mansfield, Ohio, which I'm going to show a picture to the oh, fellows yeah. around here. It's like the classic mini oh, yeah. bike. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I wanted one of those so bad. So, you know, I'm there with my dad, and I'm like, oh, can I get one of those? Yeah, you know, I said, oh, what about for Christmas? Well, maybe. So, string it along, huh? Yeah, string it along. So six months later, it's Christmas, and I'm like, he ain't going to let me down. <laughs> He's buying me the mini bike. I know he is. Get up. I don't see it under the tree. Go downstairs into the basement. Then I go out to the garage. I never got my mini bike. No Ralphie moment for you. No Ralphie moment, moment yeah. for me at all. Now, were you like convinced you were getting oh, it? Oh, yeah. I swore I was getting it. I mean, I literally, I walked around looking for it. Did you ask him what about no? Nope, I never asked. I kept thinking, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna somewhere because then later in the day you go to grandma's and maybe yeah. they parked it there. You know, they're, they're just stringing me along. Oh bummer. How old were you? That's probably around twelve. Are you still looking for it every year? Like maybe this year they're gonna give it to me. Every year, kind of waiting to oh, see. Gosh. I never got it. That's awful. Pretty sweet bike, Kevin. Um, I will say this: we we didn't grow up with. Uh, you know, my mom was a church secretary. My dad worked for the state, so they didn't have tons of money. I cannot remember a time when I asked for something that they knew I really, really wanted, and they, they didn't get it for me. I can't remember a time. So, um, and, and we didn't ask for tons of stuff. We didn't ask for super expensive stuff. But usually, if there was some game or something that we wanted, they I, I don't remember a time they never came through. So. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I would probably have to echo that for sure. Uh, I, I never really asked for anything elaborate for Christmas growing up. Like, I'm one of four kids. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. My dad was a blue-collar guy. Uh, he made good money for, you know, for what it was. But you got four kids to support, mm -hmm. a mortgage and car payments and all those other adulting things you got to do. You kind of got to spread the love a little bit at Christmas. So it was never on my radar to get some of these elaborate gifts that kids get today. You know? Like a mini bike. A mini bike, yeah. Yeah, I can say, if I had asked my mom at 12, I want a mini bike, she wouldn't have strung me along. She would have said, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you're pretty much saying, Mike, you're, yeah. you ungrateful. You, you probably stretched too far for that. Uh. <laughs> That's right. So there was always, uh, I mentioned earlier, there's always a gift that I would ask for. It was never anything of huge expense. Uh, but they always came through, always came through. Um, maybe if you would have lowered your expectations there, Mike. You know, hey, he had me convinced, you know, that maybe. Yeah. Six yeah. months earlier. Don't put happen. maybe out there. I'm, I'm sure he was thinking he'll forget about this. I'm sure. <laughs> Here we are. Or yeah. maybe best intentions. Yeah, I'll have to go back and get it for him. 43 years later, I'm still waiting for it. Every year under the tree, there's Snowball coming downstairs with his little... You know, one piece pajamas with a butt flap, <laughs> looking around for that mini bike. <laughs> Misty, if you're listening, this boy needs a mini bike. Yep. You need to make Christmas magic. I happen. need to burn my shins and calves really bad. Yes, you do. <laughs> so when I was nine, I got a mini bike for my birthday. You suck. 
No. I know. And, I remember and, it. Yes, you, yeah, you've been on it many, many times, Rob. <laughs> my guy would let you ride it. But. And, and that's what I'm getting ready to tell you. So um, my grandparents bought it for me. And my mom about had a heart attack, which was rightfully so. Sure. That's terrible ride. And I ran over my dad the first time I tried to ride it. But, uh, tried to take a drink with a straw. <laughs> he's and Kevin it. runs him yes, over. Exactly. He was holding it, and he's like, let off the gas. And I didn't want to let off the gas. And so I just, you know, and just ran him just right over. He's, he's trying to hold the handlebars and run with me. It went about 30 miles an hour. He couldn't keep up, obviously. Eventually, he goes down. I ride over top of him, then I fall down. That is the speed bump. Yeah. Um, so on my 40th birthday, my mom refurbished it for me. Awesome. And nice. then last, uh, actually this, this summer I was telling my neighbor about it and he's like, oh, I guess I always wanted one of those. And so I went down to my mom's, loaded it in the trunk cause you can kind of fold up the handlebars and yeah. brought it up to the house. And he's, he's kind of an engineer. He worked on it, changed out the spark plug, got it running faster. So it goes just over 30 miles an hour now. Wow. And... We've been riding it around the neighborhood. So on Thanksgiving Day, that's what we did. We got the mini bike out and rode around the neighborhood. Oh, that's great. So I'm offering to you, anytime you want to come over and ride this mini bike, you're welcome to do it. Is there a weight limit on it? I'm just asking. Yeah, we we, we all break it. We all break it. (laughs) Nice. So I'm there. So yeah, it's a Honda 50. Um, In fact, our neighbor, um, he's he's Japanese. He came by one day. He goes, oh, that's a monkey. I don't know what he means, a monkey. Apparently, that's, that's what it's called is a Honda monkey. Oh wow! And and it, it's called a Honda Z50, but if you look it up mm-hmm. online, it's it's a, a monkey, and, and he knew all about it. And he was offering to take it to work and make any changes that we needed to it. So it takes you like 130 miles an hour like, <laughs> <Right>. on the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be like wow, uh, that's crazy. Breaking all kind of speed limits. So so that's yeah, I, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. If I had to ask for a mini bike, I wouldn't have gotten it. But I didn't ask, and I got it anyway. So and, and I very right. I, I didn't ask, and I still got it. So I, uh, it was my I grandparents. Was it, yeah, it was, it was fun. fun. Awesome. The one time I lost control of it. Uh, we've all lost control of that thing at some point. So. <laughs> beautiful. That's great. That, that is beautiful. I love that you still have it. and That's great. Yep. A lot of fun. So, so yeah, come over sometime and read that childhood you never had. <laughs> this is what life would have been like if you would have been a good kid, Mike. Right. Mike, <laughs> come back. <laughs> Where is he, he going? He Mike? straight up stole my mini bike. <laughs> And Misty's driving away, flipping you off, going, sucker! <laughs> oh, great. Well, guys, uh, that does it for this episode. So, I, listeners, um, you guys have been very faithful, and the podcast has grown and grown and grown, and we're going to come back in 2023 with new episodes, and I promise we'll get back to our normal slick production that you're used to. <laughs> I, I just air-quoted slick uh, production. So thank you again for everything. I hope you all have a have a great new year. And you know who we are around here. Like we've said a hundred thousand times or or less uh, that you know we are um, we're all a bunch of Christian guys sitting around talking about stuff. And uh, you know we we remember we're honoring the birth of Christ this time of year, very unapologetically. So um, you know, kiss your family. Hug your dog. Know what Rick Springfield says? Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys have have a have a great holiday season. Uh, spend a lot of time with family. Take some time off work if you can, and just uh, you know just just have a have a really really great great uh, new year. Uh, the next couple weeks we will be uh, doing like some rerun episodes. We've had Christmas episodes in the past, so I'll re-release those for you guys to check out. But 
looking forward to next year, and we're going to close out with a not an 80s song, but uh, this is this song actually came out in 2010. It's by the Future Heads. It's called Christmas Was Better in the 80s. <laughs> so, guys, thanks. Take care. God bless. We'll see you next time. You guys remember the Miami Vice Christmas episode? No, I don't. Where um, Tubbs, actually it's kind of ironic, you guys bought socks because Tubbs bought Crockett socks oh, wow, that's for classic. Christmas because you know, he never wore them. Probably has cold feet in the I don't have anything. They weren't as cool know. as my Roddy Piper socks. No way. No. Were they pink? Or no, I, I, or I don't. have to be something like that. I'm Argyle. making this up. I don't, I don't have anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty oh, good. Well, wouldn't it have been an amazing episode? <laughs> that would have been great. They missed out. Kevin, yeah. you should have been. Should have written that. You should have.